Great Mutt Radio. Come and throw on your wireless. <laughs> Here we go. Yak We're mastering. We're mastering. Yak-oxy. The salty tones. Smooth salty tones. Salty? Well, sweet. Sultry? Sultry? Is that the word? I think so. Oh, fuck. You know I fuck all that shit up. <laughs> Episode 15. Welcome back to Funky Shirt Friday, ladies and gentlemen. It's good to be back in the studio. We've just had a hell of a week. Gimpy muster. My God, what an experience. Hey, happy Funky Shirt Friday, Ed. Happy Funky Shirt Friday, mate. Uh, what, I like your shirt. What have you got on today? Yeah, you too. Yeah, what have you got on today? <laughs> I'm wearing the uh, High Viz uh, Navigator. I think orange. We've had orange. this, this one no, before. No. I had yellow. Yellow. This is my this is my TX embroidered High Viz Navigator, which I wore this morning at our Lend Lease chat with uh, ad staff and Construction Skills Queensland. Absolutely. Well, I've got the Magic Mirror on today from our latest collection, The Tricks of the Trade. That was um, a red hot seller. So, yeah, it was a big ticket item at the muster. So, there was a few of these getting around. Uh, Funky Shirt Friday, you know what to do. Wear your funky shirt, listen to us on your drive to work. Start some meaningful conversations. And this week we are up to Watch It, which is our uh, step this week. We've had a bit of uh, feedback. We want to be updated with what all of the steps are. So I'm going to go through them. You want to go quick, Derek? Go on, hit it. Dress it, check it, speak it, feel it, own it, hold it. Now we're up to Watch It. So observe how your actions help others become more confident Comfortable, comfortable, comfortable doing the same. So uh, let's show a little bit of vulnerability out there today. Eh? Let's open up a bit. That's our whole thing. We can show it. We can we do can it. We can show it. We're doing it. And hopefully we have to do it. Instead of talking about talking about mental health, actually start showing a bit of vulnerability and talking about your own mental health journey because that allows other people to talk about it too. Absolutely. And let's walk straight into the Are You OK Days coming up. It is coming weeks. up. Next week. Yeah. Next and Thursday? Uh, Thursday the 8th, the 8th of September. Which is always, well, it's not always. Are you okay? That's a funny one, actually, because it seems to, like, it's gained so much traction, right? But, like, there's so many people who are, like, quite jaded about the fact that it's just this one day a year where people, you know, it becomes a big deal on one day of the year. And, and it's ha- not it's not by bad intention. It's no. just the way. It's a matter well, of... Well, but I think that's the thing. I think everyone needs to understand that with Are You Okay Day, like, it was one of the earliest mental health... Uh, acti- Easily activations in was this that country. In November, really, wasn't it? Well, yeah, and like it was started with like exactly the right intention of starting a conversation, which it has done, and now it's got a day and it's gained a heap of traction, and it has led to a whole bunch of other mental health organisations and movements and all this kind of stuff being started. Um, but I think the day itself, a lot of people get around it who don't often get around it. You know, a lot of other times, a lot of businesses will do something for AUK. AUK, that might be the only thing they do a year. And it can often have the opposite effect on people, as what it's you know than what it's intended to do, right? Absolutely. You know? And I think the idea and what we preach about a lot is showing vulnerability on a more consistent basis, rather than worrying about how someone else is doing. Let's worry about yourself. Get yourself to check in. Make sure that you're travelling okay. And if you're not, reach out for some support, have a conversation, and then someone else will no doubt want to open up as well. Yeah. So we just thought we'd put it out there that you know we understand that are you okay today? can bring up some issues for a lot of people out there in the community and beyond. And so it might be a good idea 
to plan ahead and if are you okay that does bring up any issues for you we have a team of professionals with TX who are available on the text and call service that you might like to get in contact with and book an appointment for on or around are you okay day absolutely so it's free and ongoing and 8am to 10pm monday to friday 0488 Give the team a call or a text. Let them know we sent you and uh, they'll be able to help you out. Sometimes having a plan in place around kind of times and days like that where you do get a little bit, you know, it's a little bit harder to cope or deal. Having a plan in place can really help. So, yeah, if that's, that's just one thing that you might like to try this year if it is something that is uh, yeah affects you. Absolutely, mate. Now, let's get to it. The big ticket item, where we've been, Derek. We're mustering. We're mustering here, folks. Five days at the Gimpy Muster. My God, the How lead you up feeling? to it. I'm feeling great. I was busted as all hell yesterday. I'm but. coming down with something. Yeah, but I'm I, coming I, down with something. So I'm flat. I'm a bit. Flat. You are a little bit flat, but it's all right. We'll get you through. Which we'll is not where through. I want to be for the master for the master the master chat. podcast. Master, because master. we were letting everyone know that this podcast was going to be a beauty, and that they have to have a listen to it because we're mastering here, folks. Now tell me. First things first. First cab off the rank. Big camping trip. Big camping trip for the big boy. And I thought I went pretty I, well. I thought I went pretty well. So he's ended up borrowing a two-man yeah, tent. Yeah, DK hooked me up with a two. Well, it's a four-man tent, isn't it? It's a four-man tent. Yeah, it is. If you, yeah. if you use but there's no t- way you'd fit four if men. If you use a tent the way they show it on the picture, with fucking squashed in there like sardines <laughs> side by side, there'd be no room for the mess that you had in your tent if you yeah. had four people in there like that. Let's throw that up on the uh, on the Instagram so people can get. An Has anyone actually ever slept in a tent the way they show in the picture? Like four, like. Like four cocoons, long ways next to each other, then Cocoon. one one down the end, like along everyone's no feet. Oh yeah, this smells good down here, Brian. Imagine if you had to get up in the middle of the night to go for a wee, you'd fucking step on everyone, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you reckon? And especially when you're caught up in your own sleeping bag, you're you caught just piss in your own yourself and bag. just be like, "Fuck it, yeah, I'm not going to be able to get out of this." Has anyone ever done that? Surely not. Pissed in her own sleeping bag. Oh, I'm d- <laughs> guarantee you that's been done. I mean, I didn't. Oh. I forgot my sleeping bag, to be honest. I, like, I had a little bedding, but I, I had mine, but I'd laid it out as a doona, so I went uh, flannel sheet on oh, the top. Oh, did you go open sandwich? Open sandwich. Open grilled, open grilled be- um, sleeping bag. Yeah. Nearly called it a bean bag. <laughs> that would not be good open. An open bean bag is a terrible mess. You need 30 Henrys to clean that yeah. shit up. How was camping, you big man? I mean, it was great. It was great. It was good, wasn't uh, it? We, we, well... My rock and my sock we'll, we'll get to, but it, it does, yeah. <laughs> oh, you've got, got a rock, do you? I've got a rock, a big rock, actually. It's a splinter, but that'll play into why. Uh, but is our, our camp- bigger than a worse than a rock? Oh, it's embedded. Oh, um, it's so with our camping, when we rocked up, so we got a little bit of a late start away from here. It was all right, though. We met up at the uh, Amamore General Store. Well, um, hang on. <laughs> there was something that happened before that. It was the... Uh, Gimpy Master, um, Banyo Woolworths, fucking oh the chip, fiasco, the chip, chip fiasco, fiasco of 2022. <laughs> you think there's a bloody so toilet paper there, shortage there, in COVID? There, Try there, getting a bag of chips there, in Woolworths after Ed Ross has been in there before a muster. <laughs> well, there was a concern of mine that we may run short on snacks. And my last trip to Fraser, we sadly did go through a chip fiasco, S- snack shortage, a snack shortage, and. We did not want that to, 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 to rear its ugly head yet again on this trip. So we thought we'd go hard, we'd go early. Anastasia Palaszczuk knows all about that. And we might have overcapitalised on the chip quota. We may have come home with some chips, but the upside is that the staff and everyone else here are going to be able to have access to some free chips and dip. So oh yeah, because they all want you know, chips and dip that have been to the muster and back. Well, they're all in, they're all in good. They're staples. They are, true, but still. So know. we rocked up a little bit late. 
met up with Banksy there in the Convy, big Georgie he was driving around in, and we had to get in, set up our, um, well, six by three. Well, six by six. six. But well, we had a six, six by, by six s- slot, so we had two yeah. three by threes and a six by three. Yeah, yeah. Which makes six by six. Six by six. So we had that all set up. <laughs> Sun was just starting to come down, so we're a little bit... Uh, I was starting to get a bit anxious about our camp spot arrangement, knowing that there were fucking people everywhere and there were not really any gaps. So Dan, uh, who this I think th- he might have self-nominated as Gimpy Master Captain. Well, no, camp I, captain. Was, I was... He might have self-nominated. I was Gimpy Master Captain by default because right. I, was, I was the only experienced musterer that was going along with three muster virgins. So Dan was, so was out, out, captain in the lead, by default. out in the lead and was, you know, sort of fosking for a bit of camping site. We're camping at Volcon, which is the... Uh, now, I think finding a campground is everyone's responsibility because we're yeah. all spread. Well, we're going to get to that point. So Dan's out in the lead. Lead, uh, you know, navigating, trying to find any patch of grass, <laughs> any spot that was flat. Anyway, Jobbo and I did were not finding want to camp him. on an angle. We'd we'd found him, and Jobbo and I were driving along, and Dan just sort of tears back on this other road, you know, willy nilly. And we thought, oh right, we'll we'll poke up a bit further and do a U turn. And as we went up there, Jobbo goes, oh, there's some people wearing trademark shirts in a Nissan Patrol. So I wound my window down. I'm on the phone to Dan, going, where are you going? And he's like, I'm going back this way. And I'm like, right, oh, well, we've just met some trademark people here. And I yelled out, is there any space up where you guys are? And they're like, yes, come on up. And we're like, fucking sweet, righto. And I'm on the phone to you being like, righto, come back up to where we are. And you're like, where's that? And I'm like, back where you were. And then you did. We done by this time. By this time, I'd done however many laps up and down, and I hadn't sighted your car once. I had no idea where you'd gone, so I was just doing fast laps around the place. And I'm like, when you get to the fork in the road, turn right and come to me. Jobbo understood that you were lost, so she got out of the car, went back to find you. I went up, Paul, and uh, a couple of girls were there. I'm sure it was Christy. Was it Christy? It was definitely Paul. Anyway, they uh, had all the trademark shirts on, and they said. They, they volunteer at the muster, had a bit of space there. They moved three or four cars and they accommodated us. Game changer. So that was great. We found our spot. We're really appreciative. And we started to unpack. And there was a little bit of dick swinging going on in the unpack, wasn't there? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Is that how you felt? <laughs> Is that how you felt when everyone else had all their camping gear that they were pulling out and you it had looked nothing? Like it- <laughs> And you were trying to figure out how to erect DK's two-man tent. You should tent. have seen this bloke. You should have seen him. Oh. You know what? <laughs> he, you know what? He appreciates it now. They all appreciate it because I rolled up with a ground mat. I put a ground mat underneath my tent. Ground you know, mat. Yeah. Not only do you protect the bottom of your tent, but you know you just keep another layer between you and the fucking shit. <laughs> you know, so a bit of ground mat pegged out. You know, three by three that comes over the end of your, you know, over your tent to so say you got something. Well, else Dan to- had a three-bedroom kibbutz. So he had the master. Kind of three bedroom <laughs> tent. You remember the definition of kibbutz? It's like a community. Our little, our little setup well, was the could, kibbutz. Yeah. So we had, you had your, what are you, is you a six man? It's just a, a tent with two rooms. It's got a, it's got a sleeping room and it's got like a foyer at the got front. An, he's got an ensuite. He's got the, where it's you like check, you know, when you go to a motel and you check in, Dan's got that with a tent. Yeah, there's just no one in there <laughs> checking me in. I'm checking myself in. That <laughs> no, was a good, it was a good we setup. To, we had to cram into a bit of space there real quick to just co- try to make it work. And you know, the thing is with the campsite, it's like when you rock up with several people, you really got to orientate the cars and the tents in yeah. such a way that creates the community the feel. The horse. You want the community feel. Well, it's not the community feel. <laughs> the, p- the people there create that. <laughs> and given the fact that you've got a pre existing relationship, <laughs> I would imagine that you should feel already pretty good, you know, like a community. 
But I'm talking about the physical <laughs> structure, the layout of a campsite. You know, you need to get your vehicles and your tents the right way around such that you are, you know, directed in the right way and it's a functional campsite to get around. You don't want to be too close, you don't want to be too far apart, but you all want to be looking back towards the right you direction. You want to be, you know, and you've got a central point like a, you know, well, like the cooking area, campfire, yeah. those kinds of Absolutely. things. You're generally around it. So. But it was a great, did you get a photo of the actual setup? I've got a couple of photos in my phone, mate. I got a, got a bit going on there, I think. But um, you know, so yeah, camping. We're camping. So now, master, master, we're mastering, folks. Now, I've never spruked really before. I have. You've spruked before. I became a spruker. We spruked hard. We spruked well. I went out hard on the first day and set the tone for everyone. Anyone that came past in a blue or green or red <sighs> coloured shirt, Dan was just fucking into them. Just being like. Boring. Get, get your boring ass into our shop and some colour into your life. Um, and it was just going ballistic, wasn't it? There were just people everywhere. Well, now you get what I was talking about in 2019. Like, it was overwhelming. We were flogged. And I think our setup was pretty good. Like, you know, from where we were in 2019 um, to what we set up this year. Like, and the ground mat, real hero of the, the muster. It was. The ground mat in the shop. It was. We didn't have that ground mat in there. People coming in and out of the place would have been churning up the mud and shit. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, the ground mat was a revelation. The ground mat copped a hiding. Well, we left it there in a skip because it was fucked. Yeah. (laughs) True. Which I feel (laughs) awful about. (laughs) Well, you can't. When it's (laughs) fucked, it was a write-off. You don't know what a write-off is. No, the the big takeaway... Um, for me, over those four or five days, we is how fucking good the Gimpy Muster is. Well, the Gimpy Muster is fantastic, right? And the community feel up there is amazing. We got absolutely smashed, but we had Banksy and we had Banksy's wife Larissa, and we oh, had she was there for two days. Yeah, she was a bit you of a blowing, blowing, blow yeah. but um, and Jobbo and I was just sort of like in awe because like at times there you're just completely rooted right so you just got to take five minutes on a chair the if you entire can. time yeah you just take five if you can and just hearing the way banksy and jobber and even larissa were talking to people who were coming into our tent and telling the story and what we do and the origins of it it was just like fuck you know how are we I mean, because, you know, we always say we're the two biggest dickheads. Well, our whole around. thing is that that's the thing we trademark tax is it's all about the story. The thing that everyone loves is the story of it all, right? And, like, really, me and you, look, that's our biggest job has been always to just get out and tell the story, let people know why we do what we do. Because we're not just doing something that we just fucking woke up one day and just thought of fucking doing. It was do. like, yeah. you know, there's a whole series of events that have kind of led to us doing what we're doing. But there's only two of us. Yeah. And we can only do so many talks and so much spreading of the word and you know yeah i guess you, what you're saying is it's amazing to see the team the, 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 the staff and stuff that we built who have jumped on board that have embraced that story and found their own way to tell it to people in the community yeah and like the people because you know like for like jobbo for instance like her first you know job out of uni per se like she's been doing uni since she's been working for us and like for her to select us as that business to like actually work at it's fucking like is cool. And then even for Banksy, you know, coming from Bunnings and now wanting to work at TX and, and doing what he's doing over there, it's like, it's fucking sick. You know what I mean? It's like, why? And I often wonder, I was like, well, why do people really, you know, want to work 
because it's just chaos, you know. We're, like, too, you and I, we're too deep in it. Even for DK. We're too it's deep like, in what? it, that's why. <laughs> yeah. We're so deep in it, it's hard to get perspective sometimes. Yeah, yeah, like, and I'm know. like, fuck, it's, cool. like, it's really cool. And yeah. we're really lucky. We are so lucky with the people we got. Fuck, yeah. Well, I reckon they're lucky to work for us, to be honest. <laughs> what a chilled out workplace, eh? Yeah, good, is it? <laughs> chilled yeah. out. Yeah. Oh, my God. When we're Everything, away. Just... Was it nice and relaxed while we were away? Kind of. Is it be better? No comment. You can go. No, I'll leave it at no comment. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I don't think there's a good answer to that one. <laughs> I don't reckon that microphone's turned up. So, oh, now it is. There <laughs> we go. There we go. So, it was my plan all along. <laughs> yeah, it's not on record. So, the dog collar, Derek. Yeah, it's my new look. It's a thing I was spruiking. <laughs> I'm doing it. I don't give a fuck. This is me now. Oh, we're now wear dog collars everywhere I go. I mean, people have told me for a long time that I need to be put on a leash. There's an origin to you actually getting that on your neck this weekend. There is. Yeah, yep. let's go through. So that. we had a heap of dog shit at the at the uh, dog stuff, dog products. We have got small, medium, and large dog collars. Was it actual dog shit? No, it's not dog dog collars, but uh, no dog, not actual dog shit. Dog collars, but we were affectionately referring to them as small, medium, and large dog shits. <laughs> Like, pass me a small... Anyway, whatever. Might be only funny to us. But we had the dog collars there and leashes and all that kind of stuff, whatever, just slinging them. Now, we was, was it first day? Was it day one? Day one. Yeah, so day one, right, at the muster, because we were mustering. We're, we're mustering here, folks. folks. We're mustering. There was, up in the distance, there was a, a, a gentleman coming towards us on a mobility scooter with an assistance dog, That's a golden right. retriever. Gorgeous golden retriever. I love golden retrievers anyway, but I also love assistance dogs. And we're about to get our own assistance dog, Chippy. I was like, oh, I said to Katie, I was like, get a bloody dog collar and a leash right now and a, and a, band- Stat deck. And a bandana and get it on that dog over there. You know, obviously you got to ask old mate first because you can't just approach an assistance dog like that. Anyway, he was stoked. We gave it to him. He was like putting it on the dog straight away. He's like, this is awesome. Putting the whole thing on the dog. Gave it to him for free, obviously. Just wanted to, you know, dress the dog up. But he was with his partner, a female. Now, these two people were, you know, late 50s, I'd say. She's then become jealous of the fact that I gave a dog collar and a dog leash for free to this gorgeous dog and has taken it upon herself to lower herself to the ground on all fours... Cock her head to the side and stick her tongue out and go <laughs> as if she was a dog. <laughs> and like, will you put one on me? <laughs> it was a wild, it was a wild showing. Now, I'm, look, I'm all up for, you know, whatever you're into, whatever kink, whatever fetish, whatever you do behind closed doors. But my God, asking me to put a, put a collar, put a leash, put a leash on a... <laughs> on a human at the muster in front of all those people. So, oh, De- at least, and, you, and you've been wearing a collar with, with a with a dog collar bandana ever since. Yeah, but it kind of sparked that thing. I was like, <laughs> I was kind of like, mm, this could work. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder. And so, yeah, I um, found myself a medium dog collar and threaded through the bandana through it and chucked it on. Actually, it kind of fits pretty well. Oh, it looks great, and it's, it kind of looks like a bit. Well, of at a one cravat. stage, you had your shirt off and just the dog collar on. Maybe you were just getting changed at that point. I, was, I reckon I was getting changed. It you was know, good though. I can't take my I can't take my lid off when I'm out in the sunshine and that kind of stuff. But yeah, so anyway, it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> but that shit's gold. Like I love that. I love that she did that. 
I like she's with a bloke on a mobility scooter. I love that she got down and was like, "Can I have a friend?" <laughs> I was like, "There's so much to that to unpack." It's like, she was just being hilarious, but like you know, if you dive into it, it's like, "Fuck, that's pretty fucking weird, eh?" Like, <laughs> well, well, talking about unpacking, a, a conversation we had a few times there was the correlation with trademark and then also TX. So we thought it might be a good idea just to give the listeners a bit of an understanding of how. What both organisations are and how they tie in. Yeah, because it was actually a thing that happens. Like everyone, it's kind of when you go to those events, and probably worth flagging as well. Like we don't go to these events. We don't do much of this stuff, eh? Like we have, we don't really have the time or the bandwidth, the resources to like send teams out to go to these things. We will always go to the Gimpy Muster. But I was kind of saying, like in hindsight, upon reflecting, it's great to go because getting that much exposure to so many people all at once and the positive feedback and comments that we get and all that kind of stuff is quite invigorating not that's not what we do it for obviously but it is really awesome to hear it all from a lot of people but one thing yeah that really stuck out was even people who sort of you know had trademark shirts even from 2019 from the 2019 muster they sort of didn't know about tax they don't know about how trademark and tax works or what we do so yeah it's definitely worthwhile just having a bit of a an explainer right all right so trademark's a social impact workwear company by tradies for tradies. Founded by myself and Ed, two former tradies. We make funky eye-catching workwear designed to start conversations about mental health and, as we say, make an invisible issue impossible to ignore. We've then also gone and founded our own not-for-profit called TIAX, T-I-A-C-S, which is the acronym for This Is A Conversation Starter, which is across the back of all our shirts. Now, Trademud is an accredited social uh, social trader, which means that 50% of our profits are donated to... You know, an organisation that advocates or, you know, takes action for the cause that we're advocating for. In this case, TAX provides early intervention mental health support for tradies, truckies, rural and blue-collar workers and people that care about them. So what does that mean? means we're not at the crisis point. We're not there for people necessarily who, you know, you know are at that point of, you know, crisis and, you know, considering suicide or, or these kinds of things. We put Promoting TX is an early intervention preventative support service where if you're having a bad day, a bad week, a bad month, and it's starting to build up and you're starting to sort of become overwhelmed with thoughts that are just kind of plaguing you, it's like TX is there for you. Pick up the phone and call TX or text TX. We've got a team of counsellors there who can help support, who can help guide you through the help-seeking journey and who essentially exist so that you don't need us anymore. We want TX there so that people can actually contact us and take you from point A to point B of I need help to oh, I don't need help anymore, I'm self-sufficient. Maximum of you know up to about 10 sessions for free. Um, and if you need to come back through that cycle again, you can do that as many times as you want whenever you need it. But our goal is to take you from needing us to not needing us. So we've got a closed circle, a full loop, a closed circle approach here, right? Starting the conversations on a surface level, with our shirts, and when those conversations go somewhere deeper, got a QR code underneath your pocket flap. Okay, let's go to the wrong co- pocket. Scan that code. There's a link there straight through to TX, and you can book an appointment with a counsellor today for a time that suits you. So TX is there Monday to Friday, 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. And in about two years, we've had almost, what, 10,500 oh, no, people. Oh, no, we'd have, nearly, have 11, Almost 11,000 people who have contacted TX for support. And yep. it might be they might be someone who needs support themselves. It might be someone who is a carer, a friend or a family member of someone else who's going through a rough patch. 
and they are not sure how to support that person and they need help because support networks need as much support as anyone, right? Absolutely. It's basically just there, just pick up the phone, Mate, have a yarn, help free, navigate through the mental free health and easy. seeking journey. So anytime that you think mental health and you're not sure the first step of action to take, we've got it there. We've got that full closed circle loop. We're unfunded by government. We're here doing our thing. We've got the help of the community. You want it, we've got we've it. We've got a whole lot of awesome businesses who have jumped on board as alliance partners for TX who have helped us scale it and grow it like AAM Investment Group, Pilot. You would have seen ads for Pilot who, you know, sling dick pills. Sponsor of the Sharkies. Um, who else? Who else? Uh, we've got Coates Hire. We've got oh, uh, CSQ. CSQ. Uh, yeah. We've got, yeah, Jim's Group, Coates Hire. A whole Hire. bunch of, yeah, a whole uh, bunch of businesses. We, we're not going to be able to name all now. There's 28. I know there's 28. Yeah. But so we've created a scalable model where we can continue to grow this thing to provide Jump on the, website and check the support out. that people deserve. So org. So hopefully that, that hopefully that makes it clear. Yeah. Okay. Now, we saw the best set of the weekend was definitely our mate Brad Cox uh, and his band. On what the, a cracker. They came the f- down early. Yeah. Um, Jesse and Tom, uh, Edgeman, all came down. We decked him out with some kit. They got up on the main stage. I think their set was from sort of like 8.30 to 10. Mate, they are honestly... Is it 8.30? His, yeah. his musicians in his band... And, like, I don't want to fucking blow smoke. But they are, but I'm about to. Yeah, there's smoke being They going. are Jesse O'Neill, Hunter Beasley on the strings, the mandolin, um, Edgeman on the drums, and even their new bass player, Jono. Um, they are, honestly, some of the best musicians in this country. They put on the best show of the entire muster. Their show was better than Casey Chambers, Troy Cassidale, Lee Kernigan, even John Williamson. Although it's awesome to see yeah, John, John Williamson. John Williamson didn't really blow me away. Yeah, he was just kind of sitting there. Like it wasn't in terms yeah. of a live show. They were just kind of sitting there. Yeah, the Brad Cox. He just more walking around at a fucking Wallabies game, mate. The Brad Cox and his boys—they are fucking awesome. They put on a show. They, they put they the do guitar put between show. each other's legs. But they the, strum each other's guitar they, between each other's legs. They, and they, they, at the beginning, where they got all the laser, the laser things, and they play the um, Lion King and all that sort of yeah. shit. It's hilarious. Yeah, mate. They buddy. They pulled out. You know, they had Coxie. Jumped off stage and was running through That's the right, crowd. That's right, he was actually in the crowd. He was in the we crowd with the microphone. Big concerned about his welfare there for a bit, the big fella. I was like, how's he going to get back on the stage? Like, where's the where's the entrance to the stage? So a bit of backstory. So you met them 2019, right, well, at I'm, the Gimpy Muster? Or did you meet them before that? Um, no, maybe you met them at the Muster and that's where the relationship no, started. No, well, it started when Coxie wore, that's wore, right, wore the fat on Tam, stage. At Tamworth somewhere. somewhere. Yeah, 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 that's and right. Was, Some people sent them through. And it was pointed out to us and then, and then Edge Manny's drama put an order through and, and I got to his order and chucked in a whole bunch of extra stuff. For that's right. The band that's and right. then yeah. we just had a few sort of encounters along the way and then, yeah, sort of so, caught up with Coxie at the 2019 Muster and then that was awesome at 2019 because they – did the whole thing of stopping on stage and pointing out totally. Trade Mutt, and, which kind of ruined me on the last night, talking about Trade Mutt stuff. But, yeah, they're epic. So Hunter, they, Hunter Beasley wearing the parachute jacket on stage. Yeah. So they came down, we decked them out, then they wore it on the stage. And as they were leaving, they were like, oh, well, after the show, yell out. <laughs> from like, Go around backstage, yell out, and we'll make come yourself get you. Yeah, make yourself security. known. Like, boys, make yourself known to security. Make as much noise as you can. Just let them know. Come out. Come and have a beer with yeah. us after the thing. And we're like, awesome. So we've got Jace and Jobbo, you and me, and we're dressed as fucking witches hats. So we've all got the high-vis um, <laughs> bomber jackets on, right? Four high-vis bomber jackets on. And we, like, I was going to get in the rounds because the f- fob thing that's on Dan's wrist was how you paid for drinks. So I'm going up and I had, had the fob that put some money on it. So I'm going backwards and forth getting rounds of drinks. And as I'd come back down, you just see these three witches hats like on the edge of the main stage. Just fuck, it was hilarious. Mate, I couldn't lose We kept them, coming right? up on the TV screen. You see <laughs> yeah. everyone, the hilarious thing is, everyone at the muster at night time, 
the whole sea of thousands of people it's there dark. are you all wearing brown dryzer yeah. bones. You just can't see fuck <laughs> They're all wearing dryzer bones and there were four dickheads wearing bright orange bomber jackets with reflective like tape, tape on, on them. them. Kept coming up on the TV screen. So anyway, they killed it. The set was great. We loved it, Kicked right? Kicked beach balls out there. It was great. Yeah. We had a ball. After it, we're like, right, fuck. We've got to go around backstage, have a few beers with the boys. So anyway, we, we're marching up to the fucking... Because they're like, they're like, come around. So we didn't know where exactly where to go, but we found this spot. And we're like, right, I think we've got to go through here. So we marched up there. No one behind us, right? There's no one coming behind us. Anyway, we get up there and we're like, oh, we've got an appointment here with, the, with Brad Cox. Anyway, this Sheila goes, oh, really? An appointment with Brad Cox, sure, just like everyone else, just being like, fuck off, there's no chance. And we were like, um, um, oh, bugger, because yeah. we, we were just chatting to them and they said to come around here and make some noise. And she goes, mm, okay, show us your wristbands. So I'm like showing her my wristband, which was orange. She's like, hmm. Where's your white one? Where's your white one? I was like, we didn't get white ones. And she goes, hmm. And it's, it's kind of awkward because it's like, how do you say, oh, nah, seriously. He, he actually told us to come told around us here. to come up and make a bit of noise. And we're like, okay, cool, like, whatever. Anyway, all of a sudden, after she sort of berated us about this bullshit story we fabricated, no she goes, there, yeah, not a chance in hell, yeah, fellas. Sure you do. <laughs> anyway, then she just, like, stops, and this is what is just so ridiculous. She goes, oh, you're the trademark boys. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, we are. Anyway, which is hilarious in itself because we're fucking no one. Anyway, so she's like, we love you guys. Yeah, yeah, come on around. So no, she was like, oh, they were wearing your stuff yeah. on stage. Oh, that's around, awesome. I was like, yeah. yeah, yeah, we gave it to them all before the show. <laughs> and they're like, oh, full, why didn't you say so? <laughs> Follow us. <laughs> they were all marching together. Oh, fuck. Anyway, oh. it was brilliant. Just the, just from oh, the fact of being yeah. like, yeah, sure you you yeah. Oh, you yeah. got an appointment. Yeah, betcha. You got an yeah. appointment with the act on the yeah. main stage. Yeah. yeah nice right. story, pal. Anyway, that was funny. So we got to spend some time there. And then the most hilarious part was our car was parked out there anyway, so we had to fucking be out there anyway. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Which was great. Anyway, what about that little something you came back with, Derek? Do you want to show the camera something that you came uh, back is with? It time? Yeah, right. It's time. We got master hats. Master, master. We got master. We got master hats, obviously, because you have the fucking master. But yeah. And Ed's wearing his now party hat. Thanks to uh, Knuckles. Knuckles, at Knuckles from CTC. Yeah. I've got trucker caps. I've got my one of those out there. You get the TikTok logo on the side of that. It's fucking yeah. hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. I'll show you my master hat. It, ordinarily, I would have been wearing this master hat through the podcast, but I just can't. It's, there's no way I can put the headphones on with yeah. it. Anyway, get a load of this. <laughs> and you have to describe duck, it for duck, people duck, at home. Duck, duck. You want me to go, go down, down and, and come up? back up? <laughs> <laughs> Howdy, partner. So now, Hang on. now with <laughs> now, that? with now with your skin tone, we were a bit we were, we didn't know which way to go. We didn't want to go white because it, it would just hat like, shopping for me was a fucking ball, okay, right? Because it mate, just reinforced so we, it just we, reinforced to me that oh, I am the ugliest bloke in the world. <laughs> <laughs> so we went into this hat shop, DK, and there's fucking hundreds of different hats, right? Hundreds of them, and um. We're going through trying them on, and Dan's like trying them on. This bird comes past and just looks at him and just goes, No way. <laughs> this one he I had kept on. turning around and asking. I was like, What about this one? They're like, Yeah, nah. And I was like, what about this one? Yeah, nah. And then I put another one on. I didn't even have to ask this time. She just walked past and goes, Yeah, not that one. <laughs> 
<laughs> so anyway, we got through a few. Beige ain't my colour because it's the same as my skin tone. Exactly. It doesn't look like you're wearing anything. Yeah. It just looks like you're bald. And so you and I got put the big br- ears on his sides. But I wanted one with a little curl. Little, you want a bit of curl, bit of gutter in it. Bit of gutter in it. Gutter. So yeah. you know, I feel like I, I feel like I got that. I put the brown one on, and Banksy and Katie Jobo looked at me. They're like, "Yep, that's the one." Yeah. Like Banksy was like, and Banksy was going, mate. You go, oh, I don't, you know, you that really does look good on you. Was, you know, <laughs> as soon as you put that on, I was like, that that is the one. He That's looks your good hat. in that. That's oh, his hat. So, fuck. and then for the rest of the time, Jobbo's trying to teach me how to wear a cap, a hat. I mean, rather, and she's going, Dan, 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 you got to do this. <laughs> You gotta do that, which I don't know what that does, but it feels good. It makes me feel good. You wanna just describe that action for the people listening? So around? I'm rubbing my thumb and index, index finger, finger along, along the front brim, along the front brim, as if to dust it off a bit. Then I'm leaning in and, and flicking, flicking the rest of the dust off, flicking the tip, and then I'm probably stealing all your girls. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! The love- so okay, I've got to think about this. I'm gonna take it off soon so I can put the cans back on, on. but. I feel, as a non-country bloke, as a city slicker, that there should be like a, a course or like a training, like a Cert 3 or something that you need to do in like big hat wearing <laughs> because there's a bit to it. There's a little bit to it. Like I was wearing this hat at the shop and I was like, you well, know. You, 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 All of a you, sudden. Your width. So- you, doubled your width the, you doubled your width. Where you can put your head <laughs> changes significantly and there's nothing worse and catching your head on your new big new You look like a hat. bit of a fuckwit. Catching yourself, leaning in, like going in and out of the truck or in and out of the stock or in and out of the tent. I was like, fuck, I'm knocking myself everywhere here. Like I just kept knocking the edge of my hat. Obviously, I'm a noob to wearing hats. It's like when you get in when you get in a new car and it's a little bit bigger than the one you normally drive. Your dimensions and then have you crash it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hate that. <laughs> Trust me, I crashed my hat a couple times. <laughs> no that's I wasn't sure how to like so yeah, I, I feel like there needs to be a bit of a training program. I feel like they're pretty irresponsible the way they just sell you a hat like this for they 185 they bucks. Don't look for a license. They don't, they don't say they don't, they don't say ask mate, any certifications. Yeah, they don't question whether you're walking through narrow doors or wide doors or you know, anything like that. What you're Always setups like yeah, at home. Totally, they didn't ask any of that. So you know, I feel like I needed it. It's a loose. Manual. It's loose and irresponsible. Yeah, and so I just think big hats. They come with a warning at least. Big this, hats, big responsibility. This came with nothing. <laughs> but anyway, so this is me. Now, one of the my right to take this off. You're now. allowed to take that off now. Back on. Now, one of the hilarious things that took place is that we had a sign there. At the muster, it was front and centre of our stall. It said, welcome to Gimpy, and in small writing underneath, it said, stay out of here. Try we and stay out of here, We talked about this last week, too. I know, but it was a fan favourite. It was a hit. Everyone was getting photos with it. People just walked past, read it, laugh. It's funny, yeah. Smack their partner on the bum and be like, isn't <laughs> that hilarious? Fo- Everyone was getting one photos blokes, with their sign. One bloke said he was from Gimpy, but his cousin had moved to Mount Isa, so he was in the clear. I mean, it was And then he ran off hilarious. and he said, but this is my sister. And I was like, well, the sign <laughs> says cousin, not sister. I was like, Carry on, fella. <laughs> I just think well, the best part about it was it was just, you know, a bit of a joke that a lot of people often talk about associating Gimpy with and it was well do received. They? Or did we just say that? No, no, it's a thing. Gimpy's a thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I didn't really. I've never heard that before. I thought oh, we just made the sign up. Oh, no, no, no. It's, it's yeah. Because in my head, substitute any town. Just stay. Uh, just yeah. stay. Try to stay out of your cousin. Yeah, I tell you, it rubbed, a, it rubbed a couple of people up the wrong way. Well, only one, but I didn't see them, and I, I want to hear. Oh, no, about there what was happened. a couple of people who who like there was like you know, 
98 percent of people were all right with it, but there was one. There was I remember one woman. Mate, not all people. Yeah, you're not yeah. Get them all. Like a couple of people. Comedies. Would, a couple of people would walk past and they'd stand there and look at it with a bit of a scowl on their face and go, "You know, I'm actually from Gimpy." <laughs> 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 Which is fine as long as you're not having sex with your cousin. Yeah, and it's not like it only says try to as well. Like it's you know what I mean. Like it's just, yeah. it's just like it's not like we're going to actually be checking on you. So yeah. as you were, um, but yeah, there was one lady who came up. I think it must have been day three, and she came straight over the um, and look. So like I said, everyone was taking photos with this sign. She was storming in though. Like there should be a few photos getting around at some point of this sign. So I don't know if it's going to do any damage to our brand, but hey, it's just a joke. <laughs> Fuck, let us live. And anyway, one lady came up to the sign. She came storming. You know when someone storms up to something? Yeah, it's like when you were going to buy your hat. You were storming in there. Mm. Not as much I don't know if it was like pace. this. I, was, I went up there with an open mind, not sure you know, what I was going to find. Yeah. This lady knew exactly what she was doing. She stormed up to the sign with her phone, whipped her phone out. And at this point, I wasn't sure if she had the shits with it or not. I or thought, thought it was hilarious. I thought it was hilarious because I hadn't seen her face. And she got up there and she just, like everyone else, she just got her phone out and she was taking a photo of it. And I <laughs> went, leaned in to get ready to laugh with her about the sign that said, welcome to Gimpy, try to stay out of your cousin. <laughs> she turned and looked at me with a scowl on her face and said, that's disgusting. <laughs> and just took off. Took off as if she was going to go and show the, the Gimpy master police that, you know, I, trademark I, a bad I, sign. I want to understand... How her mindset is that? What's she upset about? Is she upset about that we're saying people from Gympie are trying to be inbreds? Or is she, you know, <laughs> what are we, what is she upset about? No, I mean, obviously the inference is there, you know, but in my head, it's like substitute any town. It's not like. Yeah, like if someone said, oh, Brisbane, try and stay out of your cousin. Try to I'm stay like, out of your cousin. Okay. It's like hilarious. Yeah. Is that yeah. what they do here? Yeah. Cool. It's like, I suppose yeah. I've been told to do that anyway. And yeah. now you're saying the town I'm living in should not be doing it yeah. either. So. Oath. I just don't get it. Like, you know welcome I mean? to Toowoomba. Try to stay out of your cousins. You so, know what I mean? Like it would work. It's like. It's not just gimpy. Anyway. Yeah. It's like, it's like people saying that, you know. Like, I'm not saying that this is a thing either. Oh, but it's God. Like, we're, we're, we're fucking walking a fine line here, aren't we? <laughs> no, I'm not going to go into it. <laughs> Fuck it. Now, a big thanks. A big thanks to Scully RSV for giving us a, a, a little body truck to get up there with. Massive RSV, thanks. Refrigerated service vehicle. Surface vehicle. Yep. Uh, and also Paul and the crew that were volunteering up there that gave us some space. Uh, Courtney, to, to them. Courtney, you like Re- nailed it. Really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Everyone that had us up there, epic. We're going to be there bigger and better next year. We're going to go nine by nine, six by six of our grain. We're going nine by nine. Uh, I think the next one up from six by six is twelve, 12 by 12. twelve. So again, twelve by twelve. I don't think you go. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Zeke and, and Spice from Drum Furniture. Oh, we reckon we might be, might be getting a new podcast there set is up. Possibly. Every opportunity that we'll be getting a new podcast. Possibly set if we up, play our cards right, if we continue to. Um, so a big shout out to those boys it was awesome to meet them and have a few yarns and a few beers uh derek i think it's time to talk about a rock that's been lodged within my sock i had a rock that got way down deep in my sock now <clears throat> i don't understand why people would get the shits thinking that people from gimpy do have sex with their cousin but i can understand why people get the shits when you get ripped off so we drove into amamore Right? It's the last town before you get to the Gimpy Muster. There were words getting thrown around, firewood, we need it, we don't have it, where are we going to get it from? Okay. There's yeah, those a words were being thrown they around. They were being thrown around. There was a little bit of, there was, 
it wasn't a smell of anxiety, but there was a, like a pinch or a feel of it that we weren't going to have any wood. We got into Amamore. There's a lady there with a big fucking sign saying, kindling, firewood, we're like, beautiful, saviour. Um, you know, Mother Teresa type look of her. We thought this would be great. We just got a float out at the uh, Puma service station. So we had 250 bucks cash, you know, for us to be able to, you know, give people change the next day. Anyway, we stormed over there and we got two bags of timber and one bag of kindling. From memory, $54 she charged yeah, us. Yeah, she was making those prices up. <laughs> she fucking... She saw us It coming. was daylight robbery. We got fucking taken in Amamore. And I won't forget it because we were getting free timber at the show. Yeah. <laughs> and we went through that 54 bucks of timber in about fucking four hours. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> we, we got taken hard, DK. But, I mean, I guess if that's the only event they hold in that, you know. Just, so, just, so, just, yeah. just letting that woman know we will not be purchasing from you next year. <laughs> she saw us coming. She's taking the most, making the most of the opportunity. She'd be at home wiping her tears with that $54 now. But also, <laughs> there was the bit where you were like, where we were like, how much is that? <laughs> And she was like, so there were logs. She was making it up in her head. There were logs. There was she pizza like wood. four dollars. Seven. You got uh, logs. Uh, Fifty. Um, uh, pizza wood. No, no. Kindling. Um, Twenty. Uh, Fifty-four dollars. <laughs> like fuck me. <laughs> we were in a rush. We had to keep going. So we we're like, all right, uh, whatever. Fucking take Throw your money. In. Go away. Yeah. Anyway, Derek, have you got a rock? Yeah, I do have a rock actually, and it's just caravanners. Oh, caravanners oh. in general. Yeah. Get the, the fuck, fuck out of my way. <laughs> What do you? It's get move, <laughs> get move. Look, you know what I mean. They're like, just idling, but they're at a different thing. time in their you life. Know what? Everything's ne- allowed to be a bit slow when I've you're. I've never seen so many. Ca- you know the thing is with caravanners. You know, there's one thing with caravanning that you have got to embrace, which I think is fucked. There's no engine in them. No, <laughs> carrying your cassette of shit all the way oh, over to the dumping point. You know, looking at blokes walking around <laughs> with a cassette of poo. I've seen so many shit cassettes, and it's not that far to walk to the portal and leave your cassette yeah, the, there. The beauty of the caravan is that you got your own clean toilet and you you do all that, but it's kind of mate your cassette. You can't look, shit where you eat. Look, I, I don't hate. No one has their ensuite in their bathroom for fuck's sake. I mean, stop anyway. I'm probably just jealous of caravanners and big setups and stuff, but I got stuck behind a caravan. Or oh, what about driving out of the Amamore oh. Forest yesterday? There was a caravan that was pulling in onto the road in front of me, like in the, on the dirt road getting out of the forest. And they were both wearing trademark shirts, Venturas. So, of course, I had to politely let them in in front of me. Oh, yeah, you go. And as they turned out onto the road, they were holding their shirts up like, look at what we're wearing. I was like, yeah, that's fucking that's awesome. That's great. I don't appreciate yeah, you yeah. being a caravan. They got in front of me and they were driving. They were towing their caravan with a Jeep Cherokee, which actually I don't think, I don't think that's allowed. That a Jeep Cherokee is, a, is, a, is like a is like a that's not a caravan. I bought a Jeep. Yeah, you know, like isn't a Jeep more for like oh, I four wheel drive, but I don't. Yeah, yeah. I so think they were so. towing it and they were slow. Don't. I got stuck behind them and they were slow. Getting I bet out you that there. woman that blew up about the cousin thing owns a Jeep. I'm just saying. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I don't know. Caravan is fucking move, like <laughs> move out of my way, all the time. Right. Well, hang on. Wait. 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 <laughs> what do you got? Well, I just want to know how I went as camp captain. You went very well, mate. You had you had plenty of uh, you had two Dometics, so Eskies, which was great, and you had the table, you had the the gas set up. We I only got coffee one morning though, DK. One morning, no, two mornings. Coffee. 
the first morning was a bit weak actually. So yeah, two, yeah. So two mornings. Um, and then I never saw any more after that. I was leading all of the campfires. I said every, I lit every hey, campfire. That's fine. Cause I, you, you had to, cause I was too busy washing up your shit. Yeah. from The fucking previous day. You know, there's one thing with this shit. Clean as you go. That's how you get, you, you know, you leave camp, dirty camp stuff around. That's how you get a bear in your tent, you know? And I fucking think you need that, actually. I think that's a lesson Oh, well, it looked like need. a bear was in my tent, actually, if we go through the photos. Yeah, it did, it did. Anyway, fuck. We had a good time. Had a great time. It was great. We I'm can't wait for the shagged. I'm coming down with something. I'm spent. Well, a huge shout-out again to everyone that helped us out at the muster. We can't wait to do it all again <laughs> next year. We're going to do a... We're going to have a couple of surprises for next year, so keep... We're going keep, bigger and better, because we yeah. went bigger and better this year than yeah. what we were in 2019. We're doubling down. Yeah. Doubling do, you know, down. do you know what one of my favourite moments of the Master was, to be honest? I could really puff my chest out. Well, we were watching the Sippy Creek, you know... Um, oh, Sippy, oh, um, Beyond Sippy Beyond, Creek. Beyond Sippy Boys. Creek, boys. There was a yeah. band, Beyond Sippy Creek, that were a stage near us, and I was watching them. Well, we were all watching them on the last day. We were committed to packing up our shop by 4pm, yep. so that we could... Get over and watch Get it. Get over and watch them. And, you know, they didn't, you know, they had, a, they had a nice little crowd. It was just on one of the side stages and that kind of stuff. And, you know, at one point in their set, they yelled out, you know, whose first master is this? Who's a master virgin? And I got to puff my chest out and I was like, these three here are the master virgins. These guys, you don't know what's going on. You talk to them. <laughs> well, <laughs> my cherry's officially been popped, so I look forward to getting back next year as a second comer. And if you're a master virgin, do something about it because it is by far and away the best like festival sort of music thing that I've been to. And I've been to a few different kinds. Uh, granted, it's a completely different genre vibe when you're working yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's great because you get to make friends with the other vendors and, you know, you see the sort of other side well, of it. Well, you're getting behind backstage. Not everyone gets backstage. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure <laughs> you don't. With Brad Cox. Oh, but I feel pretty good. It was good like six days away, I think, to be honest. It was nice. Well, it was, yeah, it definitely wasn't a holiday. It was fucking flat out. Nah, but like yeah. going back every night, sitting around the campfire, yeah, spear tackling a couple of bottles of red, you know what I mean? Far out. How good. It was great. You know, how'd you go spear tackling your stub axles? <laughs> Cut through them. It was yeah, good. we did. Anyway. So, uh, for anyone out there listening on Funky Shirt Friday, you want to be able to speak to a mental health counsellor free of charge and ongoing, give TX a call 488 you had your appointment with your psych today, didn't you? Had my appointment with my psych. I don't have to see him now for a month and a half, which yeah. is good. How did it go? Great. Really yeah. good. Everything I've, from where I started to where I'm at now has been a dramatic improvement, and it's just a matter of you know continuing to level up with what I've learned. Did so. you go in with a particular thing when you went in you wanted to talk about something, or did you uncover it by talking to a psychologist? Well, this is interesting, right? So... Not, I'm not avoiding the question. It was more like we went in, Lance and I went in his relationship and then he's like, we need to do some one-on-ones with each of you. And so mine, yes, was, well, basically figuring out that I am not myself around everyone. I sort of moderate myself so to sort of, you know, so people don't know certain things or whatever, right? And it sort of played in, because I was asking him about this today with Paul Grant, because obviously it's his funeral today while we're recording this. And I said, um, what, you know, I can't believe and I sort of said that you know you and I sort of couldn't believe was that someone that knew all of this still you know we've spoken to people weeks out where he showed no emotion or anything that looked like he was struggling and then Mm. to go from that to then taking his own life what the fuck's happened in that time and the way um, my psych put it was that men especially become incredibly good at disguising they are fucking awesome 
at disguising because whatever they're going through, they're putting on the persona that, that's not happening to them and they're sweet. And Meanwhile, and he said, like, he obviously doesn't know, but he said, you know, most people, probably including Paul Green, have been struggling for multiple years about whatever led him to take his life, right? Mm, mm. So during that period of time that he's been struggling, he's built an incredibly strong persona of disguise and narrative and so stories. no one yeah. can get a fucking sniff of what's going on so when he's then <clears throat> decided to then take his life people just can't believe it because he was fine mm. whereas he wasn't it was just the disguise and the persona he was then in playing to the world so it was really interesting yeah so you don't have another point for a month and a half month and a half yep um it's really good it's really good yeah right well i've got another one coming up next week so that should be good Rock and roll. Rock and roll. Go and have a bit of a yarn and find out have a little a yarn. Bit more about yourself. Level up. Look after yourself. Yeah. Have a great weekend, legends. Love you. We'll see you next uh, next Friday. Hey, welcome to Gimpy. Try to say We're mastering here. Devil one. Devil one. <laughs>